0: Live from NPR News, I'm Barbara Klein. Police in Texas are searching for a gunman suspected in a mass shooting in downtown Austin overnight. NPR's Amy Held reports 13 people were wounded. Two are in critical condition.
1: It happened in
0: Austin's 6th
1: Street Entertainment District. The streets were packed, police say, with nightlife revelers at pre-pandemic levels. When shots were fired around 1.30 in the morning... Interim Austin Police Chief Joseph Chalkin says so many people were hit in such a crowded area, first responders had to improvise. Because of the nature of the injuries, officers had to go ahead and use their police vehicles to put some of these shooting victims into the vehicles and transport them themselves to the hospital. Police are asking for witnesses to step forward, particularly those who might have taken cell phone video. The FBI has been called in to help. Amy Held, NPR
0: News. At the G7 summit in England, President Biden and his partners say they're launching an infrastructure initiative for the developing world. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports leaders say it's aimed at countering China's growing global influence through its Belt and Road Initiative.
2: The World Bank says there are about $40 billion of projects needed in the developing world through 2035. The group of seven leaders are discussing a new fund designed to serve as an alternative to China's initiative to help countries build big projects around the world. The White House says that Biden will also push G7 leaders to take a tougher stand against China's use of forced labor. Ethnic minority groups such as Uyghur Muslims are forced to produce cotton and work in factories, factories that make products that end up in big brands bought in G7 nations. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Cornwall, England.
0: The U.S. Embassy in Cambodia says a planned diplomatic visit to a naval base there has been cut short. Michael Sullivan reports the embassy says Cambodian officials have refused to allow the U.S. defense attache adequate access to the base.
3: There's been a lot of chatter in the past year about Cambodia's Ream naval facility and the possibility it could be used as a forward military base by China, Cambodia's biggest investor and political partner. The defense attaché's trip was scheduled after a meeting last week between Prime Minister Hun Sen and visiting U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman. But the embassy says the attaché's Friday visit was cut short after Cambodian officials refused to allow him full access to the base. Cambodian spokesman Pei Sipan, however, insisted his country had fulfilled its commitment, but said he was open to more visits. For NPR News, I'm Michael Sullivan in Chiang Rai, Thailand.
0: This is NPR. Chile's capital Santiago is back under lockdown today. Authorities say they're trying to curb a surge in coronavirus cases. NPR's Philip Reeves reports it's occurring despite Chile's advanced vaccination programme.
4: Chile's vaccination programme is way ahead of most countries. Nearly six out of ten Chileans have already had two doses, mostly of China's Sinovac vaccine. Yet new COVID infections are up sharply, especially among people under 50. Hospital intensive care units are overwhelmed in some places. Occupancy rates in Santiago this week hit 98%. Medical specialists blame a mix of factors, including more contagious new variants, people heading out to work because they have to, and also a failure, some say, to get the message across to younger Chileans that they need to be vaccinated too. Philip Reeves, NPR News.
0: Orlando, Florida, today is marking five years since a gunman killed 49 people at a gay nightclub, Pulse. Nima Bahrami was the manager that night and says there's been an outpouring of support on this anniversary. Orlando is so filled with love right now that the messages that I get daily, by the minute, of people just sending, you know, love and just saying, I'm thinking about you, has been so overwhelming. A 29-year-old gunman held hostages during a three-hour standoff with police as he pledged allegiance to ISIS before being killed in a shootout. I'm Barbara Klein, NPR News.